You're listening to the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast, the place where faith, music, and life intersect. We exist to help Christian indie artists and songwriters just like you get songs heard. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and on today's episode, I wanted to talk about one of the most talked about things in the modern music industry, and that is sync. What is sync? Well, of course, it's something you wash your dishes in, in the kitchen. I need to insert a badumchen there. Anyways, so obviously sync music, it's a wide range of things, but essentially what it is, it's any music that is synced to video. So that could be a movie trailer, that could be a video game, that could be a commercial, that could be a TV show, that could be any type of advertisements. Essentially, that's what syncing is. It's a song that is synced to picture to footage. Why is sync such a talked about topic in the modern music industry? Well, I think there's a few reasons for that, but I think one of the biggest reasons is because it's kind of mysterious. We don't really know how to get to it, I should say. We know what it is, but we don't know how to get there. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think that especially in this modern age where more and more video content is driving the way that we consume everything. I mean, think about every single YouTube video, every single ad, everything is on a screen. So all of that needs music because, you know, you're a musician without sound, we're missing so much of the story and music has an amazing way to elevate a scene. It has an amazing way to elevate an ad, a movie trailer, a video game, whatever it might be. Sound is such a crucial part of it. So in this in this episode, I wanted to talk about the eight truths that I have learned along my own personal sync journey as writing and producing for sync music. Now, I've been working with an amazing company, Praiseworthy Publishing, Deb Wolf. She's awesome. And we actually connected a... F- a few years ago through just my own personal artistry, but then a couple of years ago, it was, I think it was back in the fall of 2019, I had seen Deb post something about sync and it had always been interesting to me, but, but just like, just like anyone, I really didn't know too much about it. I thought, oh, well, that's the music that shows up in, in movie trailers. So I always thought it would be really cool to, to work in that because there's a wide variety of sounds, but you know, I just imagine, well, I have all these songs I've written and recorded, so maybe they'll work. Not really understanding how sync works and what it, you know, they're looking for. And of course that can happen. You can take songs that you've written and they could be a perfect fit for a scene. But one big thing that I've learned this kind of, before we kick off the eight things is that the songs that we're writing are, it's not a music video. And what I mean by that is, the music supervisors who are looking for this music, they're not going to build a scene around our song. Our song needs to fit and elevate their scene. So without further ado, let's jump into these eight things that I've learned along my sync journey. Okay, so number one, I kind of hinted at this one already, but sync is a genre. It's its own thing. Now, So if you're back in the day like me and you used to go to Best Buy on Tuesday was the day that new music came out, there was different categories of genre breakdowns. So in my opinion, sync would almost have its own category. And I'm saying that more in a writing and producing sense because there's kind of different rules. There's different topics. There's different things. There's a different way to approach it because I've primarily written a lot of worship and CCM and pop and rock songs. And of course, all of those elements play into sync as a genre. However, 
the approach is different. So like I said, you know, I've released over 50 songs and written, you know, many more than that. And primarily most of those songs that I had originally done would not be a good fit for sync. A lot of it has to do with the lyrical content because there's a specificness that I was writing towards that would not work because it's too specific for a sync placement. And also the production side, because production plays a huge role in it. So point number one, the thing I've learned about sync so far is that sync is its own genre. And although we have lots of songs that we've written, there might be certain songs that we've done that would be a perfect fit that just happen to be. And you may naturally write sync style songs, sync style lyrics. But I know for me, it's been a completely different approach than what I've been used to doing. And it's been a lot of fun, but it is definitely a new skill set that I've picked up along this journey. So the second thing I've learned in my personal sync journey is that sync is equal parts songwriting and production. And I think those two things are really important and they not one is more important than the other. They're equally important. So I've had certain scenarios that pop up to where a song might be due in days or hours. You know, if you're writing as an artist, you can kind of decide potentially when your song is going to come out, when, you know, you're going to roll your marketing, all these things. But if you have a brief come in and brief is essentially the, the message that comes in from music supervisor and what they're looking for. And that might include things like a song reference and then also the general vibe. Sometimes you might get what they're wanting the song to be about. And sometimes you might find out what the ad is actually for. But all of those things I just mentioned are no guarantee. Sometimes it just may be we're looking for a song that sounds like this or feels like this. It can be very vague or pretty specific. But either way, you might get a deadline of tomorrow you may get a deadline of this afternoon. You might get a deadline in two weeks from now. And if you're not able to personally produce or write or both, you might have to pass up on the opportunity because of that. So like with anything, there's ways around all of it. So you may have, and this is a very common thing I see, is a lot of sync artists that I see out there, they're sort of a, a duo where you'll have like a more writer artist and you'll have a producer. And of course, everybody's arrangements are different, but that's what I've seen a lot. So in that scenario, you know, the one, one person is the track person. They're creating, they're mixing, they're mastering, they're producing this high quality master while the other is the vocalist maybe, or the songwriter, the top line or whatever it might be. But in sync, that's really important because like I said, the deadline has is comes quick. And also the master recording is very important because like I mentioned, you get a reference sometimes. Well, in, in most cases, the reference is a, a hit song. And that means that as we're producing, we have to be at the level of that hit song or else the quality may suffer. And it might be an incredible song, but if it doesn't sound what they're looking for, they're going to pass on it. So it's really important to be a writer and be a producer yourself or have access to a producer or vice versa. Be a producer and have access to a writer or an artist. That way you can quickly turn around high quality music within hours sometimes. I mean, ultimately, yes, we build up our catalogs. That way we have different feels and different genres of music to pull from in case things come in. But like, hey, I have that song kind of written already. That's the beautiful thing about sync is since the topics can be a bit more vague, it could fit a little bit easier depending on the vibe. You know, if they're looking for a rock song with a theme of victory, you know, that could be something that you could kind of write towards in general. That way, if that comes up and it's kind of a universal theme, 
that you might have that in pocket, but sometimes you may need to write and produce something on the spot or quickly. And if you have that skill set, then you are definitely one step ahead to getting those opportunities and actually achieving them. Okay, so number three that I've learned about sync is that it is not fast. Now, other than what I just mentioned, how we can have really quick turnaround times and really quick deadlines, beyond that, it's not fast in my experience. So I've heard different people who get placements, it could be years after the song is done. And I mean like three or four years after. And of course, every story is different, right? But the idea is that you have to get the song together. It has to be professional. It has to stand up against high quality recordings and songwriting. It has to fit exactly what they're looking for. And then you have to just wait. And it can be difficult. That could be a difficult part. I know for me, I'm sort of a slow and steady wins the race kind of guy. So I'm okay with it. But you have to be able to put your best work forward, submit it, and then sort of forget about it in a way and kind of just let it let it do its thing. And that can be discouraging because you, you can do a lot of work and not hear anything for a while, if ever, or you might hear things quickly. It, it all depends. And it's not a discouragement in any way. It's just the reality of, of my experience so far. So the things we can do is, like I mentioned, continue to build our catalog. That way we have things ready to go when they get, when they get called. You know, you work on your skill set. You continue to work on the craft of writing songs that are universal. And then you just have to be okay with patience. Like I always say, patience plus perseverance equals success. And that's across the board in life, but especially in our context today with sync music because sync is not fast. Okay, so number four is that sync is emotional. And what do I mean by that? Well, as we know in songwriting, we always are writing towards the North Star. We're writing towards that one big idea. What I've learned in songwriting is that a song is about one thing and everything within that song supports that one topic, that one North Star, as some people call it, that big idea. So in sync, that is completely true as well. However, that North Star is an emotion. Typically, the North Star is an emotion. So the North Star may be happiness, it may be joy, it may be excitement, it may be anger, it may be sadness, whatever that is, everything that you write points to that. And so that's why I'm saying that sync is emotional because literally the songs are to communicate an emotion. If you think about it, it makes a lot of sense because as a song gets used for a movie trailer, you know, a lot of times we all know that movie trailer, that epic, that Avengers, that sci-fi, whatever it is, you know, it's that epic building war drums thing. And it's that emotion of excitement and suspense. So the North Star of that music would be that. It would be, how can we write a song that's all about excitement or exhilaration? And the prosody of it is all about that from the production to the lyrics. If there's lyrics to the way that the melodies come together, all of it kind of points to that one emotional theme. And that's true in everything. You know, we can all think of those fa our favorite TV moments and there's going to be a song underneath that moment. That's going to perfectly capture and elevate the emotional thing you're seeing on screen. So sync is emotional and that could be a really different way to write because as we have written towards, you know, one idea, where we're communicating in a love song, we're writing for some person or some event in our life. Well, this is a different side of it. It's, it's more vague. It's about the emotional feeling. Because again, 
it's not a music video. They're not going to create a picture that fits our song. We are writing music to elevate their scene, their ad, whatever it might be. That comes with emotion because it's a feeling. We're trying to communicate a feeling, a singular feeling within each song. So sync is emotional. So next thing is that sync is competitive. Now, we know this. Everything is competitive in life, especially as it becomes more and more widely known. There's a lot of people that are professionals that the main thing they do is create songs for sync. And with that, they're really, really good at it. And as indie artists or whatever level that you're at, we have to be able to, we are competing with those songs. When we get a brief that comes in and we're writing towards a movie or a big ad or whatever, a commercial, whatever it might be, they are too. That's the same thing with writing music in general. You know, we're competing against the Billboard charts, but in those cases, if you're thinking about like The Weeknd or Billie Eilish or Chris Tomlin or whatever, you know, you're writing a song, it might be in the same chart and you may be, you know, competing for the number one spot or whatever, if that's, if that's what you're into. But in sync, it's a little bit more specific and a little bit more real because you're actually all going towards this one brief, this one opportunity. So with that, there are going to be teams of people that are really, really working at this. And again, I always say, even though it might be silly, you know, what are the chances you're going to get something? Well, 100% if you get it. So I never am discouraged by the odds. It doesn't matter if it's a million to one. So you're saying there's a chance, you know, like we still do things. I never let the odds get get to me because it doesn't matter because somebody's got to get it. So it might as well be you, right? But with that, sync is competitive, very competitive because there's definitely a high payoff if you can get, and we'll talk about this in another point, but there's definitely a money aspect where you can definitely make great money if you get these prominent placements. I want to put that out there as, as you're writing and, and working in your craft, you know, just keep that in mind and, and listen. And how do you, how do you know who your competition is? Quote unquote, listen to it, go on Spotify. You can find artists and, and a lot of them will say lots of placements and you can kind of find out who these artists are. And there's a lot of artists that I listen to a ton and I make playlists on Spotify just so that I'm kind of aware of what they're doing. And because honestly, I just enjoy it and my family enjoys it because it's great. A lot of the music is a uh, very energetic and some of it's not, but the stuff that, that I sort of gravitate towards is, is very energetic and it's kind of uplifting and encouraging and it kind of makes you feel like you can do anything. And that's that's one thing I love about sync music in general is that there's an aspect of encouragement to it. But with that, you know, being aware of these themes and topics and whatever your style is, you know, you might be really into writing like sad songs. Well, then go find the artists that are doing it and getting placements and kind of learn from them and see what they're doing. Kind of like I mentioned before, sync is very reference driven. So you're going to get sent a song that like, Hey, we want this Dua Lipa vibe song. And that's, that's your bar. You know, you have to write a song that's at that level. And that's, those are the people who are going to get the placements are the ones who can do that the best, who can kind of capture that vibe, kind of capture that mood, whatever that emotion is kind of working that into the production aspect, work into the writing aspect. And then it's got to sound amazing. And then those are the people who get the placements, but it's competitive because a lot of people are working towards this. And especially as it becomes more and more of a known thing, as people are going after this, people are getting better and better. So that's not to discourage you. You just have to keep at it and get better and get as good as you can and give yourself the best shot to get it because sync is competitive. So the next thing is that sync has huge earning potential. I kind of mentioned this in the last point, but there is a lot of money 
that you can make if you get prominent placements. I mean, I've heard that if you get a prominent placement on like a network TV show, it could literally be like a six figure thing if you can land it. And then the thing that's cool with Sync too is that if it's a syndicated show or they have reruns or they put on Netflix or whatever, there's back end money and all that stuff's negotiated through contracts and things. But there's a massive amount of potential income that can be earned in sync. And I think obviously that's one of the reasons why it's so appealing is because you could definitely be full time in this if you can find the right channel and you can find the voice. And if you're naturally drawn and able to do all of these things, there's a great, great potential to make this your main thing. And that's really great because think about it. If you're able to write and produce on your on your own and you can get at that quality where you can start getting prominent placements, you can basically be pretty self-sustaining pretty easily. Now, I will say like I mentioned, you know, I work with a publisher and there are other services that do these kind of things. So it's not like you are the one negotiating. I mean, there are people I'm sure that do every aspect of it. So there's some team aspect to it, but regardless, it doesn't matter, you know, team or not, there's such a wide potential of income that you could definitely make it a full-time endeavor as long as you can get in because sync has a huge potential for earning. So number seven, this is one of my favorite parts about it. It's because of my introvertedness, I suppose. But Sync is anonymous, or it can be anyways. So what I mean by that is, like I said, I release music, primarily CCM and worship music. However, I have an entire side project called Adam Burr, and that is stadium rock is what I call it. You know, the big epic Imagine a soccer game or football team coming out, and that's the song that would elevate that moment. And that is an entirely different thing than what I release under my own name, my Brian Bolivar name. So there's anonymity in that, which is really cool because you can kind of be whatever you want to be. You know, we all have a wide range of tastes and styles of music that we enjoy and probably enjoy to create. Now, you know, you might be a person that only loves to make one style of music, and that's awesome. And you are probably really good at that. I know for me personally, I have always been drawn to just writing everything. And through the songs I've been working on for Sync, I mean, I've covered every genre from, you know, like I said, stadium rock to country to folk to pop to even some hip hop style songs to instrumental music to soft and everything in between. And that is one of my favorite parts about it. But with that, there's anonymity to where like I can do that and not have to worry about just like a specific artist where I'm like, I don't want to confuse fans because they're expecting one thing from me. And then I throw this random funk song at them and they're like, what happened? And they're not ready for that. And that's true with, with Spotify and things like you want to kind of stay in a particular lane for the algorithm's sake and for fans' sake, but with with Sync thing now, like I said, I have a side project, Adam Burr, that I've launched because I've just happened to write a lot of songs in this one genre enough for me to justify actually starting to release music under this other project name. That may or may not be the case for you, but I have lots of songs in other genres that may get released under like a collective, like the Wolfgang Collective is another thing where it'll feature me, Brian Bolivar, but these are some folk songs. These are some more acoustic style songs. They're different than what I have released in my own artistry or even Adam Burr. So there's, that's just me as I'm kind of all over the place in that way, but there's freedom in, in sync to be able to do that because you're not held down to just one thing. If you don't want to be, if you just want to completely full bore into, you know, for instance, if I only wanted to write and release music as Adam Burr, I could totally do that. And I would love to do that because I love the style, but I just am able to do things in different 
ways and different genres, and I'm not held to one thing. It's all about the brief that's presented and writing music towards that one thing. So I hope that makes sense. But just the anonymity of sync music is really cool, and I think it's something that's appealing to a lot of people. So number eight is that sync is exciting. And I think as a creative, as a songwriter, as a producer, whatever capacity that you're in, we need to be excited about what we're doing. And I feel like because of all the factors that we've kind of talked about today, for me, it's it feels very exciting because it's always new. There's always something to work towards. Like I love targets and I love getting briefs. I love when Deb sends me over something. I'm like, yes, we get to create this type of vibe now. You know, there's always something kind of new coming up that keeps it interesting. You know, like I said, I also produce music for a lot of artists and I get to create in various different styles and vibes too. And I love that aspect. And that kind of carries into what I do in sync as well. It's where it's not the same thing every day. Even if it's similar, it's still different. And the target always can kind of change. So that's, that's exciting. It's exciting too, when you start getting placements and you start getting holds, uh, songs on hold. And if you know what that is, when you get a song on hold, it means that the music supervisor who sends it to the client is interested in it and saying, hey, we are interested in the song, we're going to put it on hold, which is means that you're basically one level away from getting approved. And I've had numerous songs on hold. As a side note, is because sync songs tend to be a bit more ambiguous and they tend to be towards an emotion, one song is not for one placement. One song can be pitched and get numerous, numerous, numerous placements. Now, it depends on the deal. Again, there might be an exclusive deal to where the to where the company is going to say, hey, we only want to be able to, this is, we want an exclusive license for this particular song. And that's okay. That would definitely, something that costs more. But in most cases, I think that's more rare. So you can get a song placed 50 times, the same song. And think about that. You know, you do that song one time and it could be used and it could generate income for you for years and years and years to come in multiple places. And of course, it's exciting when you actually get a placement and next thing you know, you hear your song on a TV show or you hear your song getting a placement in sports in the NFL. I had a song that got a hold for the 2020 Olympics. I've had a song that's got on hold for numerous other large brands. Like that's very exciting. And whether you get the placements or not, of course you want to, and that's what you're working towards. However, it's, it's an honor and it says hey, your song is at the level we need, but it may just not be a good fit, but still progress, excitement there. And that, that's another thing too I'll add. For one, like I mentioned, a song can get placed numerous times and you write it once and it can go a lot of different places. But if you don't get a placement, that doesn't mean your song isn't good. It just may mean it's not the right fit because there's definitely a lot of channels that it needs to go through in order to get a placement because the music supervisor may think your song is awesome and they turn it into their client and they may think the song is awesome, but then when they sync it up to the picture, it may just not work or the timing might be off or whatever it might be. There's It has to be very specific to get the placement. But either way, it can be an exciting process because these songs can keep going and any time you can get multiple placements on the same song or different songs as you build your catalog. So it's definitely an exciting thing. I say it's an exciting sport that sync is. And it's something that's, that's always new and it's always changing and there's always new opportunities. And that's just why I think sync is super exciting. So that's it. I just wanted to kind of cover eight bullet points of my experience in sync so far. I think it's exciting. There's huge earning potential. 
it's always something new. And yes, it's definitely competitive. I think it helps if you're a writer and a producer or at least have access or a team. Also, there's just many ways that you can also the anonymity of it is really cool because you can redefine your artistry. You know, you might have always wanted to be a hip hop artist, but you never had the outlet and you're really good at it and you know how to write songs for sync in the hip hop genre. Well, guess what? In sync, you could totally launch a career as a hip hop artist. There's no rules if you can create the songs that they need. That's the only rule. And if you can find the channels to be able to get the songs to the right people and you can create the right music for those people, that's all you need. It can be self-sustaining. You can do it from home. And the need continues to grow as our world becomes more and more video driven. Again, like I mentioned, think about every single Netflix show, every single show on Hulu, every single show on all these streaming platforms that keep popping up. I always remember watching like movies and I'd hear like a song and I'd be like, hey, that kind of sounds like whoever. That kind of sounds like the band, no doubt. But it wasn't them. It's like that song feels so familiar. But now from doing this, I look back and like, well, yeah, I'm certain that that artist, whoever wrote that song for that movie had a reference of a no doubt song and they just kind of captured that feeling and that vibe. And that's exactly what sync is, is taking the vibe of the reference you're given, kind of writing towards that emotion like we talked about. And just communicating that in everything, all aspects, the production, the songwriting, the melody choices, like we talked about, all that stuff, it all points to that one theme. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this was insightful. If you have any questions about Sync and you're watching this on YouTube, just leave me a comment below. I'd love to talk about this more. Also, if you click the link below, there's going to be a guide that is kind of the written form of this. You can download the PDF super simple. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just check the description. You'll see the same link there. And if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to be posting these types of videos. And for season three, we're going to kind of go a little bit more in this style direction where it's a little bit more focused. We're still going to do some great interviews and things, but it's going to be a little bit more focused like this for this season. So again, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, hit the bell icon so you don't miss any of these upcoming videos. I hope you're having a great day. Thanks so much for watching or listening, and we'll see you next week. We want to help reach as many Christian indie artists and songwriters as possible. And one way we can do that is with your help. So if you could take a minute and leave us a review on iTunes, that would be so appreciated. This is how the iTunes algorithm will push this content out to more and more Christian indie artists and songwriters. So like I said, if you could just take a couple seconds, leave us a review, that would be so awesome. It means so much to us, and we would really appreciate it.